This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. What's up, my loves? It is Lala Kent. Happy hump day. With Randall, happy day, period. I know. Rand's feeling a little under the weather, but I I think he can get through this, right? Yeah, I just have a little head cold. I got uh, tested for COVID twice, so we know we don't have COVID. So yeah, it's just a little sinus infection. uh, That was the first thing I asked. When I called him, I was at the Salt Lake City Airport this morning and was like, do we have the vid? Because... That's going to be an issue. I may just stay here. And he said he got tested twice, well, came back negative. Well, I w- yeah, I wouldn't have you come to the house if I had COVID. But I had I was on my second test at that point. So, yeah, negative. Love it. So, I went to Utah for a few days. I got to introduce Ocean to some of my childhood friends that hadn't met her before. Ocean turned six months on September 15th. Happy birthday to my baby. I know. And to celebrate, I know, to celebrate her, I went and got a little tattoo on my hand. My brother Easton said, you have way too many names and words on your arms. So instead of getting her name, I got a little tiny, the needle was like a size three for anybody who knows tattoos. That's like a very fine needle. And it's just like a little ocean wave. So the tribute. So now I have your name tattooed on me and I have a wave for ocean. I love it. You got the whole fam on there. I got the whole gang. It's really, really nice. I'm glad you got that. I think she'll appreciate it when she's old enough to understand what that is. I know. I tried to show it to her and she didn't give me like the goo goo gaga that I was hoping for. But then I remembered she's six months. So that reaction hopefully will come. Yeah. So you're in Utah. Tell everybody what was a, a typical day in Utah like? A typical day in Utah is very chill. <laughs> There's so like many different, times different, different than a typical day here in LA. <laughs> Very different from LA. When I got there, I was driving to my mom's house and I was like, you know what? There's so many times in the past year where I'm like, I got to move back to Utah. Like I've talked to you about, it. I'm like, what are the chances that we do 50, 50? Like, how can we get out of LA? And then yeah. I get there and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm good. I think I love it so much, but visits I'm okay with. It's like, I I knew when you would say that shit, I was like, dude, I just let you rant because if I, you're like an energizer bunny. If I just let you tire yourself out with your thought, we'll, you'll find your place back. But, um, I, I, the thing about Utah that's great is it's an hour and 25 minute flight. So you can literally go there on a Tuesday, come back on a Thursday and still have a great, like there's no exhaustion. No, I literally got to the airport at six. And I landed in L.A. at 8.15. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you went there for a weekend, you could fly back Monday and be here for work. So, it's like, but but it's it's like me. It's, I'm the same. My love for Florida is is the same as your love for Utah. But I don't need to be there full time. No. I, I like going there. I like being in the water. I love Florida. You yeah. know how much I love Florida. But I need to come home and be in my environment where, you know, this is like where I work. This is yeah. where our family is. So I think we're, we're kind of people that get to a point sometimes where we're burnt out. Mm-hmm. We need to go retreat and then come back and like re-energize. But yeah, I don't see either one of us living ever full time. Elsewhere. In- yeah, no, I agree. Ocean was, was, your, a- was your mom broken hearted that you broke her dreams of going back home to Salt Lake? You know, I think <laughs> she would have been if she wasn't here so much. I think. So many people that I had like linked up with were like, how is your mom liking California? (laughs) I'm like, she likes it there. Like she enjoys it. What do you, what do you mean? They're like, so she's loving living in LA. I'm like, my mom doesn't live in LA. My mom lives here. I'm (laughs) staying at her house. Well, if you add up the room nights at, at Casa de Emma Lala, (laughs) she's probably here 51%. So right. Like her doctors are here now. 
That's why she's here right now. She had to fly back for a doctor's appointment. Your mother, if she didn't have a doctor's appointment, would sit and she had to see a hamster in uh, Gardenia. Okay, <laughs> your mother would come up with something, so it's okay. I'm glad. I'm glad that I got her a good doctor, though, because health is is wealth. You know, absolutely. Right. So Ocean was amazing on the way there. And amazing on the flight back. Rockstar. Rockstar. And yeah. she's never slept better, Rand. That's great. And I'm so happy. I had this like pack and play Amazon to yeah. my mom's house and she slept like a champion. So if you remember, last Christmas we bought Riley a pack and play for her dolls. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not gonna buy a new pack and play. I'm gonna use Riley's for her dolls. And I'm literally setting it up in our bedroom. Okay. So, so you're, you're just you're just robbing the other children's toys. Well, no, no, no. I w- I never would have taken the pack and play if Riley still played with it. But no, now she she's doesn't. in a new. No, she doesn't care. Right. No, Riley's Riley's all weekend. We were teaching school. Yes. She was the principal. Then she was the student. Then I was the teacher. And then she got in trouble because she erased all the math problems I put on the board. Yeah. So I had to send her to the principal. So Riley's in. Oh, and by the way, Riley went to gymnastics Sunday with her best friend, and now she's. In gymnastics. So yeah, Riley's moved on. Riley's moved on, on. but let me say this about Riley. She's the golden child, like besides Ocean, because she's my biological kid. She's obviously my soulmate, but Riley's like my other soulmate, right? Like a golden child. Even if she still played with that pack and play, if I asked her for it, no, 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 I wouldn't steal it. But if I told her I ordered one, she would have said, you could have used mine because even... Like, I'll talk about clothing for Ocean. Yeah. She'll say, if you ever need clothes for Ocean, you can use some of my doll's clothes. No, they don't wear them. She's, she's like a giver. A giver. She's a giver. Yeah. But, but I'll tell you something. You know, they're both like that now because they both asked about Ocean. L- London, my other golden child, asked about Ocean and said. Which, they're which, both golden children, but no, no, but, but London's in the phase where she wants well, nothing to, to do, do with, with either anything. of us. No, London's already checked out. <laughs> yeah. London's like, London's like. She's pledging a sorority right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, She's like, where's my phone? Where are my best friends? But I'm going to tell you where's something really cute. When you were gone, because you were gone a week, and, and they obviously know, know when you're gone, that they, they miss you. London said to me, she goes, when do you think Ocean's going to be back? Do you think I'll see her before I you know, leave? And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Because London had no interest. But for her to ask, right. it was like out of her way. So it was really, really nice. Um, one last thing about uh, children growing up. I went to the mall this weekend. Um, which you got to understand, you know, because you've been in the mall a hundred times with London and Riley and right. Ocean now. When London goes to the mall, it's like she's a Klingon usually. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't leave my side. Right. New experience. You haven't experienced this yet. You're going to love this. I walk into the mall with I, she, her and her best friend wanted to go to the mall. Whatever. All of a sudden, I have these flashbacks to when I was like 12. Right. And I'm thinking like. When I went to the mall, the last thing I wanted to do was hang out with my parents. No, like, like take me there, me you go somewhere exactly. else, and we're gonna like roam. But I wasn't ready for that, and yeah. I, so so it was like this this emotional moment. But it was like I got to the mall, and I'm like, all right, because I think I have to entertain them because that's all I've known. And so I'm like, let's go, and they're like, no, no, we're, we're gonna go like over here. And I was right. like, whoa, 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 wait a second, is this that moment? Because you don't, nobody gives you the book, no. right? And, and, but you're good at that. You always say to me, you're like, babe. Let them be, you know, let her be a preteen let her be. But I also don't have my own. Now I have yes. my own children. So yeah. it's going to be very different. Me yes. saying that to you is easy for me to say because I right, right. haven't right. experienced Correct. my own children growing up. But you as a, but you also help me because you're a girl and, and they're girls and you like went through right. this kind of. Well, uh, my dad did the same thing right. that you're doing. Right. They have a, dads have a hard time hard. letting their girls grow up. Hard. The boy. Oh, Stop. baby. So. <laughs> I love you. Um, no, so I went to the mall. It was just this big moment where, like, I walked into the mall and I sat. I, I walked up to them and I said, "Well, do you guys want to go to that store over there?" And they're like, "They're like, we actually want to ditch you." Is what we're really wanting I to do. I, I, <laughs> I, I swear to you, after I took them to lunch, I sat on a bench. A true story by myself. I sat on a bench in front of Sephora for an hour and thirty yeah. minutes. Like, what the fuck? Just That's so happened? cute though, Rand. It was it was really nice. And honestly, I went through all these emotions and I got emotional, but then I was like, you know what? This is so cool that my like oldest child now it can like go at yeah. and because she would come back, you know, because they have their phones and I know where they are and <laughs> and um and and she would come back and she'd be like, 
okay, we went, we went to the bookstore. We're going to go get ice cream now. And I was like, okay, here's the credit card. Bye. Like it's yeah. so weird because going with Riley, right. you know, you can't She's leave seven. Her, right, no, she wants her. to, right. So two things with your story. Yeah. Number one, you're a fantastic dad. Thank I you. love that you took them. I know it feels like, oh my gosh, she's growing up. But those moments that you're having with her, she's going to forever be your baby. Because that's how I was with my dad. Uh, my dad would like take me to the mall. And I'm sure he was like, I can't believe I'm taking my kid to the mall. And she's off with her friends. But that makes it so that your daughter, I'm just speaking from my own experience yeah. with my dad. Because yeah, I see a lot of my you yeah. and my dad and vice versa. Like, um, like you see daddy? No, like I see, kidding, quali- kidding. because I grew up with no, an amazing I, listen, dad, so I see qualities. Uh, you have you the, the same people, qualities. People who know you know that you have such an affinity and love for your father that for you to even say that I have any qualities like him is a complete compliment. So I know that. Uh, okay, I know good. That. I'm glad you know yes, that. Yes, I'm joking when I say um, So that being said, she's going to always like be yeah. your baby. Good. Just because you're good. giving her those moments, right? Second of all, she and her best friend... FaceTimed me about 67 times after the mall. Oh, they did? They showed me every performance that they had been working on. They wanted to see Ocean every five seconds. They sent pictures really? to me about the my book. They saw my book at Barnes & Noble. I was like, oh, God, please don't open it. No, no listen, they, they FaceTimed me for Barnes & Noble, which I was about 12 feet away. Yeah. And they showed, Lala's book's here. And I go, close the book and keep moving. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. Move along. <laughs> go to the nice section of the bookstore. And then they um, they showed me all the clothes that you got for them. Yes. Yeah, like the bell bottoms. No, no, she, no. She, I didn't even get those. She went with her best friend's mother oh and, the, and they they got those and then i what a killer day had, weekend of just shopping and weekend, sleepovers they had the best time best time and you know what it was really nice. and and riley had her sleepovers so it's like it's like yeah it was really really fun good yeah i'm that, so glad it was like a, a few days of just like hanging out with kids correct love it love those days but I'm, i am glad my baby's back though both my babies you and my little baby when you drove in today in the house I saw my little baby and, I, and she was, you know, in the car seat, obviously. And I was passing you and you rolled down the window and she was like staring out in space. And I go, <laughs> and I go, cause I was like, oh shit, did she forget my voice? And I was like, no. ocean. And she's like, eh, lit right up. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I miss Well, every my- time you FaceTime, she was reaching for the phone. She was? Yeah. Cause I make sure that like, I don't FaceTime this way. So she's like looking at a phone case. I make sure she can see your face. Oh, that's good. I didn't yes, know. Yes, of course. I got your back, boo. She knows exactly who you are. She's been listening to your voice since yeah, no, she no, was I, in the belly. I, I know, but you know, you've been five days. You get no, my so, child to uh, Well, it's Utah. so funny because when you leave us, you're like, bye, guys. I'm going out of town. <laughs> but then when Ocean and I left you, you were a sobbing mess. I was like, I was what not. is this? Yes, that's you not, were. I did not. I did not. You cried. I did. I thought it was sexy. Why do you have to deny that I you cried? I didn't cry. I got a bug in your eye. <laughs> it was a windstorm. Didn't you see all that wind and dust? In Bel Air. <laughs> right. I, I, I didn't. You know what's funny? I didn't know. It's not funny, but I just didn't know. It was the first time my baby. Like when I leave, I know my baby's in our house and she's home. Right. And she's provided for and you're there. And, you know, I know like when I come back in a day or two. She's going to be right where I left her. Right. Randall knows I don't leave the house when I'm in L.A. <laughs> he feels much more comfortable with that. No. It's Getting not, on an airplane, not so much. No, it's not that. It's just like I know that when I get home, whatever time, she's going to be there waiting for me. Right? right. So it was like when you left, it was like the first time you left with her baby yeah. without me. You know, so it was like a big deal. And then I got like, you know, yeah, I got really emotional. So it was good. But, you know. Okay, moving on. It was sweet. So today's going to be a lot of fun because we have Gigi Golnessa. I love her. Oh my gosh. She's so fucking fun. She is. She's the Lala of Shaw's. Oh my, that's such a compliment. No, she she actually, I think, I have to ask her, but at your beauty party, she came up to me and I was like, I, you know, I I know who you are. I've seen you. She's like, I'm like the Lala. I think she said, I'm like the Lala. I said, you guys, when I watch the show, the similarities of the two of you of just being boss women who just don't put up with shit. I, you guys have such like a lot of similar qualities, like in terms of, you know, I mean, I take that as shit. a compliment. I it hope is. she does as well. Um, she, I'm really excited to talk to her. Um, I have not finished this season of Shaw's, but it is fantastic. Rand and I are on episode like eight 
It's one of my favorite shows. It's been from from the jump. No, we love Shaws of Sunset. Anything that Bravo puts on TV, I'm most likely going to watch. I like that guy, Mike. He's fun as fuck. Like, he's just, he's like, just always, he doesn't put up with shit. He goes off on people, but then he's also like super sensitive. I like the Reza. Oh, my God. All of them. They're like, and what's the uh, woman's name who had the baby who you love? Who you're oh, MJ. With? MJ, I well, love. Well, you know, Gigi also has a baby. Yes. I think he's maybe one and a half, two years old. Yeah. And I'm excited to talk to her about that because she's doing it on her own. I just think she's she's a badass. She gives me great television to watch, which anyone who does that for me, I'm like, you rock my world. So... She'll be up next. Okay. By the way, you have a huge, huge fucking week next week. Because next week, after a two-year hiatus, guess what's coming back? Vanderpump Rules. Give it a good clap. Give it a good clap. Snaps all around. So you are back. Your cast is back. Season fucking nine. <laughs> nine. I, I don't know if it was nine or ten. No. Season, season nine. I'm Not so excited yet. for you. So today's Wednesday. The world premiere of season nine is Tuesday. I am so yes, excited. September 28th. The amount of tea that you're going to be, is it dropping or spilling? Spilling tea. The amount of tea that you're going to spill next Wednesday. I am clearing the fucking room for you. Well, now all the podcasts that we do until the end of the season, the first segment of every show is going to be Vander Talk, obviously. Not only that, we're going to be doing our mystery phoner every week, and it's going to always be somebody associated with the show. This is exciting. It'll be really exciting. It'll be weird. And, you know, people talk about it all the time about, okay, are we going to give it another chance? I hope that everybody gives it a chance, because even though it looks different, our lives still are happening, and there's a lot of stuff that is like pretty intense. And when I watched the the trailer, the teaser, by the way, fantastically done. I thought it was great. I thought it was so great. I thought you guys, because I, I was around a little bit. I got to tell you, they captured a small sample of what audiences are going to see. And boy, you guys really have a lot of drama. Style. Well, that was the thing is when I watched it, I was like, damn, that was like a really fun trailer. It was. And great. they just give you like little tidbits of what's to come. I, but I'm telling you. The season is intense. Like I, I, we're not dealing with little petty shit. No, you guys are pretty. Uh, you guys, you guys are, you guys are in it to win it. You guys put it all out there. I got to tell you. I what, like how you said that. We're in it to win it. You're in it to win it. I mean, I however we want to look at it. I got to tell you, the highlight, besides of course seeing you in the trailer, was <laughs> that was a Jessica Kinsass moment. Um, the highlight is when Ariana. Oh my god! I fell out of my chair. Stop! I fell out of my chair. It's I've the watched just is... that part probably fifty times. Me too. It's hysterical. And me and Easton, my little brother, watched it on repeat when I was in Utah because it's so funny when she's standing in our kitchen saying That's that not she in had. Our kitchen. A, yes, she, when she says I've had a really positive day, and then it flashes to her just bam. Oh. I don't know if her heel broke. Actually, I do know what happened because I was there. But the funniest is that you hear someone go. Oh no! <laughs> and her, it's, her hair on top of her head. It's, it's so funny. If you guys don't follow Ariana on TikTok, she made a video to it. Oh, she did? Yeah, I texted her and I was like, yo, you falling is the funniest shit I've ever seen. And she was like, I feel like it needs to be on TikTok. I said, you need to make that right now. So she made it with a hilarious song and it makes my day. It is it so makes funny. my day. All I want to say is we are literally six days away from the season premiere of season nine. Everybody tune in to catch your Lala because she is back. Vanderpump Rules airs Tuesday, September 28th, only on Bravo. Um, we'll take a quick break and we will be back with Gigi from Shaz of Sunset. Okay, I really hope my mom Lisa is not listening to this episode because I'm about to tell you what I got her for Mama's Day. It is her very own original song. She is going to flip. Song Finch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, it's personal, and it lasts forever. I went to songfinch.com. It asked me to pick a genre, and my mom loves country, so I picked country for Lisa. It asked me to describe what I love about her and to share some memories. So I said she's an amazing Gigi to Ocean, and she's such a force as a mother. 
I can't imagine my life today without her. And then I chose to be matched up with an artist and Song Finch gave me a few to choose from. I could see pictures of them and also hear a sample of their music. So I picked this amazing acoustic artist from Nashville with an unbelievable voice. I can't wait to hear this song he creates. So whether your song is for Mother's Day, a birthday, an upcoming graduation or wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song right now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. For a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash Lala and start your song. Again, my URL is songfinch.com slash Lala. Don't forget to share your song with us too. That's songfinch.com slash Lala. You guys, it is finally shorts and t-shirt weather. My favorite kind of weather. Time to put the jackets and sweaters in the back of the closet where they belong. And if you're like me, I know you want to update your look for the summer but you don't want to break the bank in the process. That's where Quince comes in. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking so chic all summer long. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all those savings on to us. I am wearing my Quince cashmere tee again today, and I have no shame. I got the cream color. It's so soft. It's so comfy. So chic. Almost as soft as the Quince waffle towels that I got to put in Palm Springs. We all are obsessed with those towels. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. We are back with my spirit animal. GG. I'm a spirit animal. <laughs> besides besides the Grinch. <laughs> you're my other besides the Grinch. Yes, you're my spirit animal. Hi. You went from Loch Nessa mm-hmm. to the voice of reason this season. I did, and I don't know how I did it other than just a lot of good weed. Wow. Wow. Yeah. A lot of good weed and maybe a kid. Okay, and a child. Right. <laughs> that you may both, snap you back. You both have that in common because you both are, you know, intense, strong, opinionated women, and now you're like kind of voice of reason. Yeah, we'll see how it plays out. We just finished filming. This is the first season that I've had a kid. And I liked to think that I'm different this season. Uh Uh-huh. More chill. Uh Uh-huh. But who knows? When you watch yourself, it's like a mirror, you know? You're like, whoa, what happened? I'll have to be honest. When when you joined Vanderpump is when, no offense, because I, you know, I am kind of cool with certain people. I don't don't get offended easily. It was was from when you joined is when it became interesting for me. No, I'm saying no oh. offense to the other people. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's a gr- the biggest compliment you could give me. <laughs> no, it became a little bit more interesting. You're a beautiful woman. And like he said, you're you're intelligent and you have that spicy, you know, opinionated, like I'm not going to take shit personality. Thank and you. I identified with that. So I would oh. love to see how you are as a mom on the show now. Well, I'm excited to also see it. But this <laughs> season, what, because I, who knows which way it'll go. I'll, we'll find out on the 28th. Um, what was it like filming this past season? Because this was like the first, right? You you hadn't filmed as no, a mama before. No, this was before. the first time with Eli. He, we started when he was five months old. Okay. And it sucked because, I, as you know, COVID made everything a little different. And, um, you know, having a nurse at my house three times a week for testing everyone and, and random people, random would get COVID. It was inevitable. So it was just interesting. And I was not fully comfortable bringing Elijah out and about too much to scenes I was like okay if you guys want to come every now and then to the house and just get glimpses of him no problem but that was it and I just wanted to just do the shots thing with with that outside of my home right you know I have to ask you did you get any backlash for having a nanny Oh my God. You know what? I thought I was going to get backlash for using a sperm donor. Okay. I was praised for that. But I have backlash for being a single woman who happened to get a sperm donor to have a baby to get help. 
Like, right. what did they think I was? All of a sudden, the sperm donor came out of the tube and had arms and legs <laughs> right. to cradle the baby? No. Right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I have an autoimmune disease. So oh it was, I get a lot of shit for it. But um, I think that the people who give you the most shit, unfortunately, were the ones who could not afford the help. Okay. And are a little upset that they couldn't afford the help. And to them, it was like, well, I did it on my own. Like, okay, but what if you had the means to not? Right. Like if you had an option. Right. Totally. But also, I think that people don't understand that you guys also work full time. Right. You all have businesses. You're running companies and building brands. And, you know, at the end of the day, we've had a lot of powerful women on this show. And they all have said, like... This is part of being able to have a successful brand right. or a company, you know? So right. I think it's like, I just think the hating in that world is just so unnecessary on every level. I didn't realize mom shaming. I had heard that word, but I didn't think it existed until yeah. I had a baby. And it was like coming left and right at me. Where do you so, get it the most? In which area of a mommyhood have you gotten the most shaming? Well, there was a lot about having help. Yeah. Because... And it, definitely it's a luxury. I, I was able, yeah. because of my fiance, to have a night nurse. So I was getting was a good night sleep. Save your... Yes. The best. I think most the women best. get, um, you know, postpartum depression because that time frame, as a woman, you need to sleep and heal. Right. You have to I heal. Agree. Yes. You have to. Oh, it is a luxury. You're right, it, it's definitely sense. a luxury. And, you know, fortunately and unfortunately, I have a partner who also couldn't wake up and do that because he has a full you know right. he's got to be ready to go right the next morning so it was just like this battle of people coming for me for having help. a lot of help and i'm like am i a shitty mom because i'm really? like asking for oh, help she questioned it kind oh, of qu- every day really? in tears and tears there's a lot of things really? i can shake off that yeah. was a tough one but then you talked to, she talked to a, a therapist and she also talked to a lot of other women uh-huh. and all the other women were like, listen, you have to embrace, yeah. like this is the time to work. Like this is the right. time if you're going to be out there because when they're five, six, seven, four, that, you know, that's when they're like, they're asking, where are you going? Right? You know, why are you leaving the house? So I think you just, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm shaking it off, but we'll see what happens once. I'm 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 sh- kind of shocked that you would have taken that personally because it's um, I don't know. It's almost like well, you're I don't give a fuck what people think about me personality, and you created this whole miracle on your own. I, I'm surprised you would give a fuck what anyone thinks. I, I've been I called agree. every name in the book. <laughs> So I'm, you know, used to all of that, but like the, you know, me becoming a mom is it was new just territory. Sensitive. Very, you yeah. know, when you're when someone's questioning you, you're hormonal. You're very hormonal. The hormones right. didn't very. help. Oh, child, fucking IVF. What were you like? Well, IVF was the hardest part when it came to my hormones. Literally, um, and I tell this story a million times, but it's just, it's just the most relevant. I was, you know, injecting three times a day of the hormones and right. all that stuff. And my mom came over to my house one day, and I'm watching Beyonce at Beachella. Okay. Right? And it's starting up, and my mom comes in, sits down, and she goes, oh, is that Beyonce? I must have ripped her a new ass. Because wow. <laughs> she didn't realize that it was Beyonce. Why would she even fucking oh, ask me if it's Beyonce? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the hormones. <gasps> I mean, I, I almost killed her. She, and did then that. I w- she did shit like that to me all every fucking day. Every day you did shit like it's that. It's crazy. The hormones were nuts. But I am fortunate. <laughs> because we're women, we're already hormonal. And then you're going through the IVF process uh-huh. where you're pumping and yourself pumping, full of even more. Pumping. Is this every day you're, you're super yes. hormonal? You're, it was, it was a lot of hormones. Hormones for IVF <laughs> was a lot of hormones. How long, how long did that process um, take before? I went through it a couple times only because um, my first pregnancy was a random fluke and it turned ectopic and ruptured and I lost mm. both my fallopian tubes. Oh, so wow. three months later, I was like, I'm, I don't give a fuck. I know I'm going to be a mom. So let's let's put that embryo back in me. Wow. So I went through it. So I had to go through it again. It was just, you know, yeah. it, was, yeah. it was a lot. Wow. A lot. So God bless my yeah. night nurse because. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you deserve I a slept, nurse. Honey. Yeah. So, what was that process like? You, we know that you're very independent. You're, you've spoken about how you're not into just having one partner, right? You just <laughs> feel like you're not built that way. I'm not. I I'm respect not. it. Mm-hmm. So, when did you say to yourself, "I'm going to have a baby," but I'm, I'm doing it on my own? I think when I realized that I'm not good in relationships. 
I think when I realized that it's just not built for me. How old were you? When you realize, like, when did it start sinking in? Like, this isn't for me. I think probably two ex-boyfriends ago. Maybe okay. an ex-husband and an ex-boyfriend ago. <laughs> um, I mean, come on. I was married for six weeks. I literally woke up, and at week seven, I was like, this is... I, Wait, hold on. You hold felt on. trapped? So you were married for six <laughs> weeks. Explain to me, when you go into the marriage, because now I, I get a better sense of you. Yeah. When you go into the marriage, you're excited about it or weren't excited? We were together for three months. Were you excited um, then? Um, no. It wasn't great. No, no. So I always have, <laughs> I always have that rush, that um, adrenaline we all get when we meet someone, the, the, the butterflies, lust, the, the infatuation. The totally. Yeah. And then when I conquer the mind, I'm over it. Wow. Yeah. As soon as that word, I think I love you. It's, <laughs> like I love you too, baby. I love you too. I gotta go. <laughs> Wait, now hold on. Has there ever been a man in your life that has been that much of a challenge for you that you didn't, or that you've conquered them all? Like they always give in. Um, Do they give in to the Gigi? It's like, is there ever one? That of course they give away? in because she's never available enough. So of course <laughs> that's when they want you the most. I'm sure every single one is beating your I door just, down because you're like, I'm not, I'm not into this. I anymore. don't believe in marriage. Okay, okay that's I, fair. I never have. The reason I got married was for I, I was trying to help him out. He was in an issue. Okay, let's just leave it, it there. Mm, okay, okay. Got it, got he was it. in an issue, needed some help. I got an amazing six and a half carat, you know, stone to keep the for that. It was gorgeous. So wow. thank you, girl. Yeah. I kept wow. that bitch as you should. Okay. He took me to, to, you know, literally almost two years uh, to, he was trying to come for me, sue me, you know, for a divorce. Yes. He wanted the ring back. And I said, well, I found some information out about you. So no, no, it's okay. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> I would I'm not want to fuck with you. No, That's like a either. big mistake. Yeah. Big mistake. Big one. Okay. So you basically <laughs> set him straight and he goes on his way. Yes. So two years of that shit. And I'm just realizing, you know what? I can't keep doing this to men okay. because it was me. I led him on into that point. I, I got the previous one to that point and then I just dropped them. Wow. So, so, you, so you, so, but I give you a lot of respect because the fact that you know this about yourself yes. is like, listen, I'm just not in that space. And may, by the way, maybe five years from now you'll change. But today, and this is who you are. It's I this you- today. And I've been reading about it. Once I started my podcast, I, I, again, you know, we were just talking about this. I'm trying to keep my podcast controversial and talk about those things that a lot of people don't want to discuss. I love right? that. And polyamory love that. is something I have been resonating with for a yeah. while now. And I've been reading extensively on it and trying to understand it. And because of COVID, I haven't been able to put it to fruition yet. Right, right, right. So um, I'm trying to find someone, yeah. and I've met someone just recently. Oh, And I've laid out the laws. Hold on, how Hold did, on. can you say how you met this person? Did you get I, on an app? I met him through Reza. Okay, but I have a great question for us. Ask it, baby. <laughs> I have a great question. So let's pretend we're that guy, mm-hmm. Lala and I, what is laying out the law? Because this Fuck I want to hear. Randall. This is what I want to fucking hear. I want to know too. I'm glad you, you asked. Di- I'm listen, Randall. I go to dinner with you, Gigi. We're at dinner. You're into me. I'm into you. And you say, this is the law. What is that? I'm dying here. Because this is great. This is so the 21st when I century. See, when I can see that the emotions are there yeah. for both sides. When I can see I'm into the person and he's equally into me. Yes. I'm like, okay, well, maybe we need to have that conversation yes. and I'll bring it in. It'll be like, so... <laughs> this is gonna be, this is gonna be amazing. I start with the so. I always start with the so. I always start with the so, and then it's the well. Um, so most of the guys in my life right now, that my best friends, all my guy best friends, are typically my ex boyfriends, and my exes stay in my life. And the reason they stay in my life is because I realize, you know, this the relationship wasn't thing, but the friendships were great, and that's just sort of what I realized. I don't really want relationships as far as commitment. I just want the relationship. Right. The companionship. I want the companionship, the partnership. I want the homie, the ride or die. I want the intimacy. Okay. I want that part, but I'm not into poly for the sex. And I think people keep confusing polyamory with With polygamy or just uh, not being able to keep it in your pants. Yeah. I don't believe in cheating. I don't believe in people sleeping around. I don't ever want to be with someone who's just going to fuck every bitch. You know, that passes. I don't want Mike shoe head. Okay. Let's just, let's just. (laughs) (laughs) Savage. <laughs> okay. So now, um, how does he react to this? Because you're very, very honest and straightforward, and that's 
I think most men want a woman that will tell them how it is so that they don't get into something that they maybe thought was one thing. Yeah. So what, how does he respond to this when you, when you tell him? He's, I'm fortunate that he's uh, just coming out of a long, long okay. relationship. So he's on the same mindset that he's not ready to jump back into anything right now. Oh, wow. um, but I also had to bring it up. I say, I've had these conversations with men before and they all promise me that they're not going to turn into that, but they do. Right. And they do because they see that I don't wither. Right. I don't alter my ways. I don't have the emotional thing. And they want to own me. They right. want to get it. And yeah. they end up getting hooked. It's like, it's right. like a challenge. Men want a challenge. I yeah. Because you men. would think when you first present that, they're like, this is awesome. Hell yeah. They're all like, fuck yeah. Well, this is exactly what I've been looking for my whole <laughs> no, life. It's like, it's it's like not. You, get, no. you, you get the beautiful Men are girl. very needy. Yes. People think that women are needy. No, we're just forward. Yes. About what we're looking for. Yes. Clearly, Gigi has been forward about what she yeah. wants. Dudes aren't like that. They they just like think a different way. Very simple minded. It's not a I productive way of yes. I think you simple. guys you guys know what you want and that's it. There's no There's I'm no gonna play crack. this game, this right. and this and this. You right. know, that's why I always try to give my girlfriends game. I'm like, you want him? Then you know what? Go get your life over here together. So right. they're going to come after you. 100%. When they see you, don't give a fuck. I love They'll that you say that. You. you know, and I think women are relying so much more and more on that man to make them a whole person or a better. Gay, straight doesn't make a difference. Just looking for that significant other. Right. I agree. And I'm not. And I'm very forward <laughs> that I am a whole, honey. I have my child on my own. I pay my bills on my own. Right. I don't, you don't need, need any, you to add. You, you can add it. to my spirituality, my energy, right. my happiness. Yes. My mom always this. said, you don't want you don't want to find your other 50%. You yeah. want to find your 100% and someone else who has 100 mm-hmm. so that instead of it being 50-50, it's yeah. a 200% type of thing yeah. because you got to be good with or without right. that person. That's why I've never been heartbroken because when I left a situation, I've always been whole and I'm abnormally logical. So I think my logical yeah, that's parts really prevail. Yeah, it's yeah. a little bit too much. It's When's like, your birthday? I'm, on that. I'm um, November 27th. Is that a Sag? Yeah. Yeah, you're a good one. That's like very robotic almost. It's like a little, ro- like it's so logical to mm-hmm. the thing of like analytical. But what I do like is that you're straightforward. So when somebody comes into your life, mm-hmm. they either they're hearing it. If they hear it, they have to accept it. If they don't want to accept it, then that's their own issue. That's it's right. like you've told them. So that's pretty, because very few women I think could say that, you know, in that way and, and really own it. So well, because we're, we're like born into this atmosphere of like what is right and normal and correct, correct. and yeah. this path we're supposed yeah. to follow. And yeah. it, it's, some of us don't want that cookie cutter life. Right. You know, I absolutely. So I, I respect it. Thank you. So you, you decide you're going to have a baby mm-hmm. with or without a dude with or without. I don't that's need the dude. I don't need the dude. And I did it. I, I started literally shopping for sperm. You know, it's like a, wow. like a build a bear workshop kind it's of store. Fun, right. What? You see the faces, you see the faces, you can like check out. I, I've yes. only seen movies. I think you're the first person that's actually talked <laughs> about it, it really? in real life. Yeah. Hey, wait a second. So I don't do even understand. I don't understand. So you look at the person and they're so I hire a company. It's called a donor concierge. Now, there's different ways to go about it. You can go to your local sperm bank right. kind of concept or whatever. I uh, The company I hired is like a concierge company. Okay. They will do a two-hour analysis on you, see what you're about, what you're looking for, all the details, and then they just set it out to all the banks in the nation and uh, neighboring countries. Like for okay. a match. Like for a match, basically. Is right. that the idea? For okay. a match. It's like I... It's, it's so difficult when you think you're doing this to create a child. Mm-hmm. It's not like a cute like dating site anymore this is like your genetics and mind and everything health I mean, everything yeah. like they state their education and everything yes. like oh, that everything down to the grandparents uncles aunts okay, right. everything so what the is- packet is like this thick it's about 50 pages deep and i told them one of my terms this was i have to see photo I can't take a one without a photo. Like I have to. That was one of my. Did, okay, so you do see some the photo? of them not send photos? I think about eighty to ninety percent of donors don't really like to leave a photo. Wow. Really? Most donors statistically are donating in college because they need the money. Stop. Really? It's like they get like if they have good sperm, they'll go from like a hundred dollars to five hundred dollars per. 
I got to understand. This is so fascinating to me. Um, so you get a picture. Yes. Do you meet the person? Or no, not? it's strictly anonymous. So there's a lot of legal aspects. So you don't to even that. know the guy's name. I, if they offer it. Okay. What does the guy look like? What did he look like? Um, I can, I can show you a picture of what he looks like. He's very good looking. He's probably, um, a shade more tan than I am. As tan as your is gorgeous he ass is he? right now, Ransal. <laughs> I love that. I've been sick. Thank you. I've been, I've been sick. So Was it go. important for you to have your donor be Persian? Um, no, I, I didn't uh, particularly want a Persian person. Okay. Oh. I wanted someone uh, with darker skin and darker features because I wanted to make it as easy as possible for my child mm. that's going to be a donor child. I wanted to make it a little bit easier to not be like, you don't look anything like your mom were you you sure you're not adopted right i don't want my child to deal with all yeah. that because it's going to be enough yeah. that they don't have a dad and father's day and all those yeah, kind of yeah. you know th- yeah, wow. yeah so i was just like all right but i also i didn't typically want a persian person so i found this guy he's he's just perfect he's tall he's he charming from? he's he um amazing and i have all the genetics to aunts and uncles and yeah you know, parents are judges and attorneys. And you want to know as he gets older, like the health, what health concerns do I need to be looking at? What allergies should I be looking for? Exactly. So when I see that and I match my genetics to his genetics and then we see like, is this going to be a good mixture of chromosomes, Mm -hmm. genetics? And then, you know, we do the embryos and then I waited for 10 days after we grew the embryo to test all my embryos. Okay. And I made sure to get, you know, the perfect score embryos to insert right back up. Oh Love it, my, you know? this is amazing. <laughs> and did you, did process. you care if it was boy, girl? Um, not really. I wanted the healthiest. I knew that yeah. I wanted a child and yeah. I was thinking that it's going to be super hard to have a boy without a male figure to mm-hmm. teach him how to be a man. I was scared of that. I, and I, I could be completely off my rocker. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be more of a challenge to raise a, a woman without a father. That's what everyone told me. That's what everyone said. They're like, it's going to be harder to have a daughter without a father. Yeah. That's you know, a- the boy will end up raising you. You're, he's going to be your protector. You have a boy. A, huh? boy Elijah. a boy, Elijah. Oh, Elijah, wow. yeah. He's almost well, we, 17 months. Boys all the time were always mama's boys, you know, and, and girls <laughs> right, like daddy's I feel girls. Like so I, boys, I, I think it's like it works. He's but- not going to be a mama's boy. Literally, like, we're at the park the other day. This person, like, looked at me and said something because he falls on the floor. And he goes, <laughs> and I can tell he's okay. And I look at him. I go, get up. <laughs> Baker. No. He's and a And this wow. guy goes, wow, you're a tough one. Wow. <laughs> but I'm like, he's a boy. Yeah, right. He needs to fall. He needs yeah. to go through totally. these things, you know. But let me say something. I think, I think whether you're, I think if, if your child, whether boy or girl, has the love that I know you yes. give your child. Honestly, and I really mean this, there are a lot of families that, you know, have two parents and they're very broken. I think when you have love coming from one parent or two parents of any type yeah. or sort, they're going to be just yeah. fine. Gonna I, be just I fine. agree with you. I you know, I, I, don't, I don't worry about you at all. Yeah. I think, I think that this child is very lucky to have you. As Thank well. you. Yeah. I appreciate Seriously. that. I so, was your was the labor good? Like, what was your experience giving birth? I have to know now that I've did given you do birth. vaginal? Did you do vaginal? Or oh, did you? Did you, did I you did do vaginal? I yeah. did too. I did vaginal. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to oh. do the whole vag experience. I yeah. wanted to as much as I could. I had to um, induce early okay. because of my health and my medical condition. Not too early, like less than a month. Okay. Less than a month, but it was my health was getting bad. Okay. So we had to get him out to put him back on the chemo. So it was just, we came out, but it was literally the third or fourth week that the first quarantine hit. Oh my god! So they were saying, oh. going into birth, you, can, you have to go alone. And then like a week before they changed it that you can have one person go you with your you. sister, right? But I, I chose my sister because at that time they were saying it's an old person's disease and I didn't want my parents to right. come to the hospital. Smart. I'm like, what the fuck would happen? That's smart. So, um... They induced me at 1 a.m. At 8 a.m. they came in and they said, the baby's going to be coming soon. So I just got chills. Yeah, wow. they just, uh, I began the process. I'm like, okay, well, this isn't too bad. But then by like, you know, closer to 7 p.m., I was like, Ugh. You're like, when exactly <laughs> is it coming? Did you keep getting the bullet? What is the bullet? That sounds so. Fun. You have your um, epidural, oh, and the then if you, you have yes, the, the, the anesthesiologist comes in and he hits you with a bullet. Yeah, really? you can fun. only have it every thirty to forty-five minutes. And oh, my th- bullet! This one felt nothing. <laughs> no, I no. I enjoyed. Can I nothing. tell you, I've never slept nothing. better than after birth. 
while no, I was in labor. While you were in labor, you were sleeping? Yeah, they they induced me at 11 a.m. And I went, I was like, literally, they came in, they broke my water at probably 10 p.m. Oh, they had to break your water. They had to break my water. And then they said, we're going to change your your sheets because there's a lot of water. And I was like, can you just leave it? I can't feel shit. (laughs) And I'm like, tired. I slept like a baby. By by 6.45 a.m., she was born. Oh, wow. I was like, this is the best. Easy I want to give birth every day. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I got lucky. Oh, you got lucky. Not everyone has that experience. Yeah, no. Mine wasn't too bad either. I was just, I didn't sleep too much. I was so excited. I, my sister was passed out. I'm like filming my sister slurring and sleeping right next to me. I'm like, no, I was excited to be there and to have a baby and just yeah. the whole concept yeah. was just cool. She loved every second of it too. Same. She, well, she, and that's why I was so confused why I slept so well. Because I'm like, you're having a baby. You would think that I wouldn't be able to sleep now. Now, the night after I had her, like, there she is. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't sleep. You I couldn't. didn't want to miss anything, even though she wasn't <laughs> doing anything. Um, yeah. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. My days of panicking over gift giving are officially over, and yours can be too, thanks to Gift Mode on Etsy. I absolutely love this. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's super easy to just tap or click on gift mode on your Etsy app or at Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. I can't tell you how calming it is for me to see all of those ideas pop up on my screen. I recently had to find a gift for one of Ocean's little friend's birthdays, and I was tripping. Then I remembered, just use Etsy gift mode to shop for the creative kid. And I found the cutest handmade dress-up costumes, fabulous capes, and accessories. The capes were so cute that I even bought one for Ocean. Gift mode on Etsy is the best. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday gift for the reality TV fan, gift mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Did you know today is a great day to warranty? Well, actually, every day is a great day when you're not worrying about your appliances and home systems. And that's what you get with American Home Shield Warranty. I signed up with American Home Shield the moment I decided to buy my house. With an American Home Shield Warranty, unexpected breakdowns like a leaky faucet or faulty water heater won't break the bank because coverage repairs and replacements are taken care of just like that. And not by me, my mom, or Easton. We wouldn't know the first thing to do if something stopped working in this house. I just contact American Home Shield when a covered item breaks and their trusted and qualified pros will fix or replace it based on the coverage limits in your agreement. So having that sort of reassurance from American Home Shield is something to celebrate. When it comes to protecting your appliances and home systems, don't worry, be warranty. Visit ahs.com slash GTL today to get 20% off any plan. That's ahs.com slash GTL for 20% off any plan. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. We're back with Gigi. Hi. Golnessa. Golnessa. I love the way you say it. You say it so proper. Do I? You do. A lot of people fuck it up. Well, because you've said it so many times and I'm like, oh, that's... Ooh, I like that name. Yeah. So... We spoke about your baby. Mm-hmm. He's 17 months. Mm-hmm. You're digging it all. Mm-hmm. You look at her face. I know sometimes it gets rough. I know. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I, I don't know what's coming next. I'm getting nervous for what you're about to well, say. Well, I just wanted to quickly ask mm-hmm. because you have a Rottweiler. Yes. Did you get a lot of people talking about that? Like, how could you allow mm-hmm. a Rottweiler around your baby? Yeah, I get it. I still get it a lot on social media when I post pictures of Zsa um, love that name, by the way. Thank you. She's my little Zsa Gabor. She's I just love it. Eastern European, big and just sexy. She's sexy. She's so sexy. 
Um, yeah, she's a Rottweiler, and I think that society has placed these misconceptions on certain dogs mm-hmm. that they're bad and they're dangerous. Um, but you know, after so much research, I'm a research person. I'm a reader. I'm I getting love that to from read. <laughs> so it, they were rated amongst the top dog for children and families. So it was a no brainer for me. I love it. it was my no-brainer. mom. I was telling you, my mom has two pit bulls. Yeah, and obviously, I don't really. I just know like an animal's an animal. Mm-hmm. And if my baby grabs a dog in any way, you know, like they don't know. Right. So no matter what the dog, even my dog Lily, who's like a, a little mutt, I get nervous just yeah. in case. Yeah. But my mom's pits could not, pit bulls, not my mom's, yeah, <laughs> my mom's funky pits. <laughs> my mom's pit bulls could not get enough of ocean when oh we were in Utah. God. I mean, guarding her with. All of their, I mean, they like, they didn't give a damn about me. It yeah. was all about like, how do we make sure that baby is okay? It Pipples was the sweetest thing. Oh, yeah. Pipples love babies. They really yeah. do. So I, I love that you have your, your son. I with do. Your... I get a lot of shit for it, but I don't really care. I got her <laughs> specifically for the child. You know, I found a breeder that was just an amazing breeder. They didn't do interbreeding. They don't believe in cutting uh, body parts of the dogs oh. off and So, you know, it's like she came all the way from Pennsylvania. But, I mean, she went through great training before I got her with cats and kids. She's a service animal, right? She's she's my ears. Okay. She's my ears. She'll tell me. You know what? Now she doesn't do it anymore because I think my son... Uh, does fake cry so much but she used to notify me every time the baby would cry she would come over to me and kind of like nudge me or just like put the paw up and it was like ma ma can you hear him now it's like because my son Elijah's always like yeah randomly right I think like Jaja just looks I'm like shut up kid like you're a faker (laughs) totally so what was I have to ask you are you an MJ good I mean, we, uh, it's, you know, I think where we left it, where we left it at the reunion was, um, I would, I would be open to her efforts. Okay. And uh, something has taken place recently, which, uh, put all that backwards for me, which I'm wow. sure season 10, you also see <laughs> I love that we're getting a season 10. I've been obsessed with Shaw since you guys started, which I think I was like still living in Utah at the time. And I was like, I got to get to L.A. And I got to be friends with these fabulous Persians. Yay. And we're finally friends. Yeah. We're finally you friends. came to my Give Them Lala beauty party. It was amazing. Thank you for that like was a beautiful. supportive friend. It was really nice. Well, thank you for coming. Yeah. Reza and I had a blast. Oh, my God. You yeah, guys we were so blast. And you guys are still close. Oh, my God. Reza and I are getting closer by the day. Yeah. Wow. Especially now that I just met someone through him. So it's kind of oh, like. Oh, that's cool. Now you guys all have like a foursome. Yeah. You're like yeah. couples. Let me ask you a question. The worst uh, moment for you in all of the history of being on the show and the best moment of being on the show that you can remember? Um, worst moment was when I tried to physically attack Reza and his husband Adam jumped in the way and I ended up uh, gashing Adam very badly. Wow. And I love Adam to death, okay. like two pieces, and I yeah. ended up hurting him because wow. of my anger for mm. his husband. And it was a, it was a big wake-up call for me. I was going through a lot at that time, right. so I immediately just checked myself into two different facilities. Oh, I wow. did cognitive behavioral therapy, and I did spiritual healing. So um, that was, big, that was my best and life. worst because it grew me. I needed a moment, and I grew, and I came back this new Golnessa. That's right. where Loch Nessa died there. Wow. What season That's was amazing. that? Because I remember that. That was, I think, season five or six. Uh, that was when he was saying he was lying about having RA and going through chemo and all that stuff. And it was just, I was in so much physical pain at that time. And I was drinking heavily and I was taking Oxy because oh. the pain of my mm. RA was so bad. And Holy I was trying to shit. deal with the concept that I, I have to start chemo now. And it's just the word didn't sit right with me. Right. You were um, angry about it. I was going through a lot. And then yeah. to come on and, and have to fight for what I'm going through on my show, it was it was tough. Yeah. It was tough. I, no. That's always that's always been something that has rubbed me the wrong way because there was also so you went through that and then Yolanda Hadid with her Lyme's disease right. that was questioned. She went through that. It always bothers me when right. Like, I don't care how entertaining we're trying to make a show and how real life it is. I don't care if cameras are on or not. You're not questioning what I'm going through health-wise. If I tell you this is how I'm feeling, don't question me. Right. 
So that must, I'm sure you were very angry oh, and yeah. on top of all of the pain and then trying to like mask how you're feeling probably like, with the alcohol. Alcohol, definitely. The alcohol definitely helped the pain, yeah. and, you know, and helped me um, have fun because I was in so much pain. I couldn't have fun. Right. So, um, yeah, through, I'm glad I got that. through that. I mean, you went through that too with the drink. With you the drink. Yeah, yeah. But mine was more just like, it, mine was triggered by so many other things. Yes. I wasn't going through. My drug through. use was based on that. My triggers of life and what yeah. I grew up yeah. with, you know, and I got clean and uh, 2005 from drugs but um wow that's, yeah. a, that's, that's a amazing yeah. that's a big deal it's almost especially. yeah it's, it is 16 years that i quit wow drugs. good for you i did 120 days in rehab damn wow. yeah so i did you, a seven day hospital work. detox what, what, full hospital brotman hospital and then i did 120 days what were you coming off of was it oxy i was uh, no i was not doing pills at that time it was just coke for me i was i used to snort anything any anything i could crush i would snort it Wow. Yeah. I was big on snorting ecstasy and coke. Did you stay up for days and days? No. No. It got to the point where I was just normal. And if I needed to eat a meal, I'd smoke a joint and eat. And then I'd do a couple more lines. Yeah. You were like functioning. Yeah. I was a functional addict. My ex was a coke dealer. So I would literally. It was a bad situation. It was a bad. Yeah. We all go through that shit. By the way, she she talks about it all the time. We're drinking. I do. I think it's important to talk about. And you know, there's some things that I wrote in my book where people Mm -hmm. like it made a very interesting and funny headline. But the reason I talk about those things is because, you know, People don't realize how bad things are right. when cameras are down, when you're by yourself, right. when no one's around. So for me, if I could help people who are who are battling the same thing and they're watching our lives from the outside, yeah. thinking that it looks glamorous, it looks glamorous. Fun. Let <laughs> me tell you what it's really like right. when everything, right. when everyone goes to bed. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I'm very proud of you. That's amazing. Thank I wasn't you. aware that, that yeah, you did that. Thank you. I'm proud of you too, girl. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I never talked about it. I, the one time I think I talked about it, I got shut down so fast because everyone was like, how can you say you got over using drugs if you drink alcohol? I was like, well, it's a lot of very different addictions that I had. But, right. you know, yeah. I get it. I yeah. get it. I totally get it. But yeah, now, but if, that, if, the, if the drugs were, you know, the, the thing that brought you down and you stopped using drugs and... You know, sometimes alcohol. I know that most addicts, you know, who recover say you got to stop everything. But, you know, it listen. You do. I yeah. mean, the big book, the big book definitely yeah. says that to, to right. stop everything, you know, because you don't want to pick up on other tendencies. But I started using at the age of 11. Wow. wow. Yeah. And I you're born and raised in Los Angeles. Born and raised here in LA, yeah. At 11 years old. I smoked my, I took my first bong whip when I was 11 and a half years when old. When did you do Holy coke shit. for the first yeah. time? When did you do coke for the, when did you start doing that snorting? Um, snorting was like 14, 15. Wow. Oh, I was like coming off. I was snorting whiteout. When I was, I was like 13, I'd be in school thinking it's cool to, I would dry the whiteout and I would like snort wow. it up in class. And I would think it was, I was, I needed yeah. help and I was asking you were every asking way I it. could and no one was hearing it. What school did you go to here? I got kicked out of 10 schools, so. Holy shit. Okay, okay. At least you have a background for, for your I mean, every fucking school in LA, except wow. where the Persians went. I never fucking went where to the, the Persian Persians school. Go? Where do the Persians go? Uh, Beverly. Oh, <laughs> of course. I, I grew up in Palos Verdes, so I was like, oh. I went to different schools everywhere, yeah. but. You know, I have to say, what an inspiration to hear, you know, you talk about how you started smoking weed at 11, snorting at, you know, 15, kicked out of 10 schools, to being (laughs) this, like... Bad. Obviously, yeah. you're very beautiful on the outside. Thank you. But to like really just embodying what a beautiful human is, going Thank out you. and having a baby on your own, just being yeah. a badass bitch. Like, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. That really is amazing and an Thank inspiration you. to a lot of people. So thank yeah. you for opening Thank up you. about that. What are the other things that you work on outside of the show? Just, I'm curious. Woosa. Woosa. Definitely my yeah. cannabis brand. I started with the CBD brand for Woosa, but then now like everybody's baby mamas, neighbors, cousins, <laughs> something has a CBD line. And so you were in it early, own. right? You were in it early. Like Mine were, is my own stuff, yeah. and it was because of that. It's very, it was much more expensive. And when all this became mass-produced, fake shit, right. they want to go for that. They don't want to go for the real stuff that's expensive. So right. I pulled out. I partnered up with some people, and now I'm going to launch the THC side of it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's it's okay. where the market's at. It's where I'm at. It helps me with my nausea, throwing up all day, and inflammation. Wow. So, And that's from RA. That's from RA and the chemo. I inject my 
myself once a week in the stomach with uh, chemo. It's a low doses of chemo. And then okay. I sit in a chair for IV infusions once a month and receive medications. And what does that help with? The injections? My autoimmune disease. And what... What, what for, is the disease? So I, so I, so what, I it, what my issue is, I have an overactive immune system where my, my cells are attacking my body. Okay. okay. They're attacking... This autoimmune attacks all my joints for some reason. That's why it's called rheumatoid arthritis. Okay. So right now, about 44 of my joints are under attack. I've had surgery. It's all that stuff, you know. So it's basically the medication comes in and suppresses that. So I'm on immunomodulators, which is what COVID sort of needs to right. not exist. Right. So I have a very low chance of getting COVID because wow. of my wow. high medications. I have a, like a 1% chance of getting COVID for that. But I can also, it's very risky for me to get vaccinated. Oh, wow. So right now we're starting the program for me to get vaccinated because what's going to happen is the vaccine, what it does, it overstimulates your okay. immune system. I have a massively overstimulated immune system and all my medications are suppressing it. Okay. So I have to come off my meds for some time, get go, the vaccine, stay back. off the meds. And that vaccine is now going to put me backwards with all of my no. Wow. So it's, I've been dreading doing it, but now that LA is passing this new mandate that you have to be vaccinated for everything, I that's it. It's hard to that's hard to yeah. Do a lot so your so your your body is basically attacking itself. Oh yeah, my body's killing itself. So let I me just have to prevent it from killing me because it, if it hits my lungs or heart area, then the inflammation can kill you. I have a, I have a question: How do people that have this? Do they do they live long lives? They just have to be on medication forever. Hopefully, How? if you if you treat it, um, you, a lot you, of the times uh, people will twin up with lupus and fibromyalgia. My my fi I can never fucking say this word. Fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia. Myalgia. There right? you go. Is that wow. How did you say that? I watch Who a lot of TV, <laughs> so they have like the the ads. A lot of Grey's Anatomy. No, the ads where they're like, if you're suffering from, yeah, 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 you know. Wow. You remember? I watched I can the ad. Never say it. <laughs> so tell me this, because you you said that for after you got into it with Adam, uh -huh. you oh, man, yeah. also did spiritual things. I to, did to get leveled up. Um, and there's this thing that I've been into recently about trusting my body mm -hmm. and me knowing like I. I believe in it. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's on my side. And I kind of say these things every day just for, for my own spirituality. Right, right. Do you find that it's hard to to see yourself and go, how how is this body attacking itself? Or it does was that in make the beginning. Sense? That's that was the alcohol and oxy use. Okay. That was uh. the me not understanding why I'm so young and I can't do what my friends can do, that I right. can't climb a staircase without feeling like I'm going to die right. without, wow. you know, opening a bottle of water. Like Randall just opened his water bottle. I can't do it. I would have to do it with my teeth wow. for a long time. Holy shit. So for me being 20 something years old, yeah. getting you diagnosed, can't process something you like can't that. process it. You yeah. don't process it well. So, um, it took me a while to accept that that this is it and this is the rest of my life and everyone has a flaw yes. and what am I going to do with this right. flaw? And when I put it on the show and I started talking about it and the outpour of people, Support. young people who were like, oh my God, it's okay to talk about right. you know, being sick because she's pretty, she's got her life together and she's got this disease right. and you know, maybe I can tell. So right. it's just, Inspiring. oh my God, no, it's, it's been the best. It's been the best. That's great. I'm glad that you talked about it because people need to hear that not everybody yeah. like it, people look really good in their box but it's not true and right. everybody's got their thing whether it's that or or law with drinking or everybody has yeah. well, i think it's important all, and as you we all have issues as you have gotten older i'm sure you look at it as like this is not going to control my life right this is a, a small piece of what i deal with but i have so many other things right to live for and go and do and be grateful for. Right. Do you find that you... Yeah. I mean, I think what you were saying a second ago about the haters of having help and stuff like that, it makes me... It's very hard for me, for those who have been following me for years and have been watching me, they've seen me go through this health process. They've seen me suffer. And those are the same people that are criticizing me for having help. You know, they don't understand. I can barely open a bottle of water without wow. using my teeth. How do they think I'm going to hold a 35 pound right. boy that's trying to run everywhere? I can't. I physically can't. Right. right. You know, was I selfish to have a child knowing I have a disease? Maybe. No, I disagree. Maybe. You no. know, I don't know, you know, I but I got set back because 
My doctor said with that fluke of a pregnancy loss, they think everything because I got I was in remission when I decided to go for pregnancy. Oh, wow. I was I was like, I got the clearance. I was good. Yeah. But with that loss, they think some shock happened to my body that my RA came back 10 times worse. Oh, my God. So I began sitting in the IV uh, chair while I was pregnant. I was six months pregnant. I had to sit there like imagine my belly's out to here and I'm sitting here. So that's what they said. So, we got to get the baby out. Well, this, this child's wow. got to be super special yeah. because the fact that you fought the fight that you fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to be an amazing family. It's just so. Really, I mean that. I mean, that's the, such a that's, strange thing to your body. It's basically itself. Yeah. attacking itself. But yeah. then your body is sitting here creating what you can give me all the science in the world about right. how a baby's created. No, that's, <laughs> this is a fucking miracle. It that's is. what it is. It is. But you can the, give but, me all your facts that you want. That's right. not how that's a miracle. It and is. so, you know, it's like you think about what you go through on the day to day with RA, but then you create this like beautiful, healthy right. baby. You know, but what I, I, think, what I, think I don't know. See, I don't get stoned, but I still have stoner thoughts. No, it's it's not a stoner thought. <laughs> no. That's a logical. I like thought. really go That's up into logical. the atmosphere. But what sure. I think is amazing is, first of all, having a baby is a feat in itself. But then yeah. doing it under the circumstances that you deal with is like uh, is real. That's a miracle. What was yeah. what was that like being pregnant? Like, were you worried about his health going through having to like still do your IVs and well, your injections? Um, I was I wasn't worried about his health too much until the high risk doctor was like. All right, we got to plan the induction kind of concept because the inflammation is rising in your okay. body. Oh. But if you ask anyone who was around me on a day-to-day basis while I was pregnant, they would tell you I had the easiest pregnancy in the world. Right. Wow. So no one would have known anything was right. going on with me. Yeah. I smiled through it because Did I you was feel so okay? grateful. Did you feel yeah. okay? No nausea, no nothing. I was, I was, the, it was, but, I, it was a blessing. But having, wow. the, having this issue, like, so you literally can't go out and play sports. You can't, like, like I can, but I, I, I'm gonna suffer from it for like a week or two. With oh, I'm gonna get pain. swollen up, and you know, all yeah. my things will happen. I'll flare up, and I'll get out of breath. But right yeah. now, my doctor said, you know, you're starting to get better. Well, that's so good. he wants me to get into active. some sort of active work. Yeah. He's like, now that you can, he goes, it's great. time. So I'm thinking, you know, Pilates or swimming, yeah. something that's light yes. on my joints. Swimming's great. So yeah, yeah. Wow. She will not be playing pickleball with you, Randall. <laughs> I was just saying. What is pickleball? It's Randall's game. obsession. Okay, you have to teach me. Yeah, it's you like... come over to our house. We have pickleball court okay. anytime. Anytime. <laughs> you can play with me. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's like he it's goes like hard in the paint. I don't it's even like know what pickleball is. It's between ping pong and tennis. It's like you play with a wiffle ball. It's like a hard racket. It's a smaller court. Oh, that sounds. And you just get oh, it back yeah. and forth. But yeah, but it's it, it's easy. I mean, it's easy. No, like, it is easy. That's what's great about it. Is like you don't have to be like super athletic. Okay. Just play it. Levels. Like, like anybody I'm can get the hang of it. I'm sweating just thinking about the game. Like I haven't worked out in ages. No, he walks in the house and he like wants to love on me, and I'm like, you, oh, you gotta get away. Sweaty, I don't. Sweaty from the pickle. I get so, <laughs> I get so offended. I get so offended. I'm like, give me a fucking hug. And she's like, like, you go take a shower. Get the it's fuck away yeah. from me. Get your yeah. pickle juice out of here. <laughs> yeah, get your pickle juice out of here. Yeah. Gross. This was like probably one of my most favorite podcasts. Yeah, I love this was you. awesome. Like I you're love so you. easy to talk to. Oh, I'm so you. grateful that you were on Give Them Lala with Randall. Thank you. Let's have a play date with our kids. Yes, yeah. please. And I'm bringing the nanny. Yeah. You and me both. <laughs> and I'm bringing the both. nanny. Obviously. <laughs> Bitch. We yeah. don't know any other way. <laughs> we don't go anywhere without her. Exactly. I love it. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Give Them Lala with Randall. We will catch you next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.